So what's it all about, Alfie? If you've listened this week, there's been a theme that's running through everything, and that is Pareto efficiency. How can you get really, really good results by using less inputs in terms of time and money and effort, right? Everyone knows the 80-20 rule. That's something separate. But Pareto also developed a Pareto efficiency that talked about using or measuring the inputs with respect to the output generated. So I like to use, you can use a lot of things, but I like to use time and money. Labor is the time. Money is the literal money that you're spending to run your business. It could also be opportunity cost. Again, you can get creative with this. But the idea is, is that if you had to spend 80 hours a week to make XYZ percent, how can you get the same uh, output, the production, the same rate of return by doing less work? Because in that frame of standpoint, I think you'd have a higher quality life, right? This is a good, a good job to have if you can think of it like that way. It's a great career. You're managing risk for people who can't do it themselves. But that doesn't mean you have to be pulling 90-hour weeks to do it. So I'm always trying to investigate from my own experience how can you manage your own behavior with efficiency, the most amount of work and the most amount of output. The other thing is you could also look at it from a standpoint of if you are willing to put in 40, 50 hours a week, how can you get 125% of your current level of output? You know what I'm saying? Now, there's, so there's two ways to look at that. Whichever one is most appropriate for you, you know, take it with a grain of salt. I don't feel, when I look and people reach out to me, I see that they're spending an enormous amount of time for almost basically no results. And the problem with that is, is they don't have a plan. So they spend a lot of time seeking for a plan when the solutions tend to be very, very obvious. Um, two, I also advocate quality of life in terms of, of everything that you do in life. And I don't care whether you're working as an attorney or whether you're you know, working as an accountant or you have a full-time job and you're tra trading part-time. That's all irrelevant to me because it all has to add up to pleasure. Like whatever it is that you're doing has to serve you on some level. People don't get paid for being martyrs either. So if you're in the grind and you want to tell everybody about it, to be frank, no one cares. Then stop grinding. So there's a point to all of it where you get to design your life exactly the way you want it. Here's the, here's the rub. You're already doing it. Whatever you have going on for yourself in your life right now is by design. Intentions equal results. Now, you might not be conscious because the things that are running your life could be deep in your subconscious right? That happens. All you have to do to figure it out is, are you getting the results that you want? It's a yes, no proposition at that point. And if not, then you have to look at changing your, pro your paradigm. And it might be something in your subconscious, because if you know what you know, and you're comfortable with what you know, maybe you're not comfortable, who knows? You find yourself in a rut, you find yourself working hard but not making any progress. Be careful to understand that that might be a goal, <laughs> right? Because your results are your results. There's no in-between, and you're responsible for them. So 
the point being is whatever we have, we're programmed to behave the way we are, largely from our environment and our upbringing, right? So you have to be super conscious about everything that you do because you're responsible for it, even if you're unaware of it because you think it's coming out of your subconscious, right? And I'm not trying to play Joe psychologist here. I'm just trying to be mindful of human behavior, especially my own. So just you can fix it too. The good part is that you have to become aware of it. That's why I'm always kind of in a tongue-in-cheek way poking fun at people because they look and they see what other people are doing and then they adopt those rules for themselves and they come to realize after two years have been pissed away that what that other person was doing was not productive. But it looked like what professionals were supposed to do. So what was I supposed to do? Right? And I understand it. I understand that model. But I'll say this again. You're pretty much programmed to behave the way you're behaving. And the results that you get come from that programming. So if you don't like the results that you have, you have to change your programming. That's going to require some new habits that might be hard for you to adopt. Because it's going to require new behavior. It's going to include the elimination of old behavior. You know, you're going to have to let your flowers bloom and pull your weeds. That might feel weird. Might feel good or bad, but it might feel weird because it's different. And it requires for you to kind of stretch a little bit and stop paying attention to things that don't nourish you. And when you stop trying to water the weeds, you find out that they don't grow. So that becomes a really good inflection point for you to kind of turn and kind of resume your trajectory up after a long consolidation, so to speak. Right? Don't let your life become that stock chart. So anyway... If you need any help with this stuff or want to get pointed in the right direction, you could always reach out. You know where to reach me. In the meantime, if you'd like to get a copy of the Intervoice Trading audiobook, you can have it for free. It's at martinchronicle.com. Happy Friday, everybody. I'll see you next week.